Hello, Mike Baxter here with Strategy Distilled for July. This month we've got Strategy Flywheels and Strategic Synergy, and a couple of snippets, a glossary of company values, and design fiction. So, Strategy Flywheels. The Amazon Flywheel is about as close as we get these days to a legend. Originally sketched on the back of a napkin during a two-day management offsite in 2001, the logic of Amazon's flywheel strategy was as follows. Lower prices led to more customer visits. More customers increased the volume of sales and attracted more commission-paying third-party sellers to the site. That allowed Amazon to get more out of their fixed costs, like fulfillment centers, and the servers they needed to run the website. This greater efficiency then enabled it to lower prices further. Feed any part of this flywheel and it should accelerate the loop. As soon as this was articulated, the flywheel strategy created quite a buzz inside Amazon. For the first time in five years, Amazon executives recalled, they felt that they understood their own business. What's less well known is that the idea of flywheel strategy wasn't invented by Amazon. That honour goes to Jim Collins, author of Good to Great, who had been invited to the Amazon offsite to explain his flywheel ideas in what was, at the time, his forthcoming book. Collins introduces the idea of flywheel strategies in Good to Great with Circuit City, an American electrical home appliance retail company. Their flywheel, developed more than a decade before Amazon's, consisted of excellence in the 4S model of service, selection, savings and satisfaction. Over a period of nine years, they developed a warehouse showroom style of retailing for selling domestic appliances. Large inventories of named brands, discount pricing, and immediate delivery. Between 1982 and 1987, this Circuit City flywheel generated the highest total return to shareholders of any company in the New York Stock Exchange. Jason Crawford suggests that flywheel effects are actually what has been driving the progress of human civilization for millennia. Here's how he introduced his 2022 post entitled Flywheels of Progress. What causes progress, he asks. I've been investigating this for five years and I still don't have a full answer, but part of the picture is starting to come into focus. Here's my current incomplete model. Progress compounds. It builds on itself. Progress begets progress. This is why progress is super linear, exponential, or indeed, over long periods, even super exponential. The form this takes is a number of feedback loops or self-reinforcing cycles. By the nature of such loops, they act as if they had inertia. They're hard to get started, but hard to stop once going. Hence, a flywheel, the perfect metaphor for a loop or cycle with a lot of inertia. So what exactly is a flywheel as it relates to strategy and what lessons ought we strategists to take away and apply to our own strategies? Jim Collins 
probably still has the best simple and generic explanation of the flywheel effect. First, steps are made to introduce change, guided by a powerful but simple insight. Secondly, the results become visible and then start to accumulate. Thirdly, these results get noticed by more and more people who line up to participate, energised by those results. Finally, this builds the momentum of the flywheel by encouraging further change to be introduced, still guided by the original powerful but simple insights. There are two key concepts underpinning the idea of flywheel strategies, synergy and compounding. For a strategy to produce synergies means that the impact of all its component parts working together are greater than the sum of these component parts if they were working independently. Simplistically, synergy effects make 2 plus 2 equal 5. Let's imagine a strategy that commits an organisation to being more innovative. This commitment has three components. Number one, substantial improvements in how innovation is managed. For example, incentives to participate in innovation and the creation of a safe-to-fail culture. Number two, an increase in budgets supporting innovation. Number three, realignment of the performance bonuses of all senior leaders with more dependence upon the success of new products and services. Each component part of this innovation strategy might well be impactful. Together, however, they could be hugely impactful if each amplifies the impact of the other. Getting more people involved in innovative thinking should increase both the number of innovative ideas being produced and, if these are well shared, this should increase the quality of innovative ideas. This in turn will produce more ideas that can be prototyped and tested using the extra innovation budget. This ought to produce more viable innovations which, with focused support of senior executives, will have a higher chance of becoming commercially successful. And this thinking will in turn encourage even more people to become involved in the innovative thinking. Rosabeth Moss Cantor, professor at Harvard Business School, has gone so far as to argue that the only justification for a multi-business company is the achievement of such synergies. The idea of strategy compounding is that impact gained last year will drive even more impact next year, leading to compound, in other words exponential, impact over time. So our innovation strategy described above should, if consistently pursued over several years, produce more and better innovations as the learnings from last year are added to and amplified this year. Flywheel strategies where they can be made to work do appear to deserve their legendary status. But as with many legends, however, it can probably be stripped down to a much simpler set of insights. Good strategies should feature a small set of goals, each of which amplifies the impact of the other goals. Continued over several years, these synergies will produce compounding effects. Indeed, like all good strategies should. So, two snippets about strategy you might have missed. Glossary of company values. I think this is a great resource to pair with my book, Core Values and How They Underpin Strategy and Organisational Culture, which I published this spring. 
It's a 28-page PDF from HubSpot listing 50 common company values and providing an explanation of each. Use it, they suggest, to get inspired when writing your own organisational values and note which ones resonate the most with you, your leadership team and the purpose of your company's existence. Here, for example, is how they describe the value diversity. Making a company-wide commitment to build a diverse and inclusive organisation that's reflective of your customer base. You've likely heard that diverse teams are proven to perform better than teams that lack diversity. But creating a company culture where everyone's unique ideas, backgrounds and perspectives are valued is also the right thing to do for your employees, your customers and your candidates. Making diversity a core value at your company may look like evolving your recruiting processes to be more in inclusive, introducing employee resource groups and investing in career growth opportunities for underrepresented minorities. Once you've made the changes internally, sharing your value of diversity externally can help signal to customers and candidates that they're welcome at your organisation. And the next snippet, design fiction. Design fiction is a form of storytelling that provides a narrative impression of aspects of the future that could be brought about by design. Julian Bleeker is probably the best known pioneer of design fiction, and he produced a quick start guide for a self-driving car. Offering a fictional but grounded experience rather than discussing aspects of autonomous vehicles in the abstract, we set ourselves to the task of embodying the technical user interface, user experience and hot button socio-technical issues through the archetype of a quick start guide. I'm quite looking forward to finding my first client to translate this idea to strategy fiction. So that's it. For this month, that's Strategy Distilled. See you again next month.